Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Hillman Morning Show On Demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Looking for some legal advice? You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. It's time for Ask an Attorney. Well, our official in-house counsel, Larry Army Jr., is here for Ask an Attorney. You can call or text with your legal question. Nice to see you today. Good to be seen. Good um, to be seen. Thanks for having me. Um, we Love had. By, by the way, Larry is a witness to the fact that I had two salads at Ken's Steakhouse the other <laughs> night when we were there on a business dinner, correct? That is correct. And by the way... You should have just had one large salad. I know. It might have been yeah. cheaper. A big salad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You're but, right about uh, that. But certainly the best salad dressing that I've ever had. Ah, and when you go there, ah, ah. it's just so much better than what you get in the bottle at the grocery store. Yes, it it's is. phenomenal. You know, we're going to, our next blind food taste test challenge is going to be about the best house salad dressing in the Commonwealth. And we have that lined up for Tuesday, I think, right? Oh, wow. Yep. So I love it. It's going to be Ken's versus Newbridge. Uh, versus El Camino, mm-hmm. La Cantina, uh, La Cantina, uh, what have. Yeah. So that's happening on the show Tuesday. And um, I feel especially proud that we will not be taste testing it, a uh, blind taste testing it in studio on actual salad vegetables. It'll be dipped, in, bread dipped in it will be the determining factor. So um, I feel... Especially as a chinner, I feel especially proud that that's the way we are going to determine for once and for final mm-hmm. what is the very best house salad dressing in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Well, Wait, uh, but you would seems say a Ken's. bit unfair, Greg. But, what, so why? Well, why? I mean, salad dressing is supposed to go on lettuce. I mean, Ken's makes lettuce taste like candy. Uh, it yeah. does. It's just yes, so yes. good. Well, they're, I mean, they're, you're not for I, nothing. Their salads are so simple. It's, it's right? the point. So good, like it's, you know, it's not a beast of a here's. No. So how, how do we end up talking about salad dressing? Well, because we were talking about our dinner at Ken's. Yeah, so uh, we had a very nice dinner at Ken's. Larry had a, a large ass steak. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, Larry, not my friend anymore. No disrespect, but um, he was complaining because his steak was too rare. Too uh, rare? Yes, too I, rare. Listen, there I is mean, such I, a thing. thing. I don't need I'm to walk sorry, away once. Petunia. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought Larry. he was going to say that because I made him wait 45 minutes because I was late. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he really had the two salads. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Um, all right, so you can call or text with your legal question for Larry the lawyer, and he will answer for free. Here's a 508 text. I was told I could go to jail for committing adultery. I'm in a divorce. Is that true? So, Greg, it's a good question because up until July of last year, that was, in fact, true. Adultery, really? Yeah, adultery is illegal in Massachusetts until Governor Baker recently signed a law that repealed that. Um, but there's really there's really another part of that question, Greg. Mm-hmm. He's in a divorce situation. Divorce is a court that looks at equity. Equity is really another word for fairness. Mm-hmm. If you're cheating on your spouse, that's something they can certainly take into account for your property distribution and for the case itself. Okay. But as far as criminal liability, that goes away at this point in time. Uh, 
But people, if you're going to have an affair with a married man or a married woman, ask yourself a question. Is this somebody that's going to be faithful to me down the road? The answer is no, so stay away from that. You're hurting innocent people when you do stuff like that. Thank you. But Just be honest. But but no longer illegal here in the Commonwealth. No longer illegal. No longer illegal. All right. Well, there's one for Governor Baker. By the way, just some because it's not illegal doesn't mean it's right. You're correct <laughs> about that, yes. Uh, let's see. Here's a text. Uh, eight. I can't even see the what it is. It doesn't matter. You need your readers? Uh, yeah, I need my, I need my cheaters. Uh, if... If I don't give two weeks' notice at a job that I have been at for 13 years, can they hold back or not give me all of my vacation that I have earned? It's 80 hours of earned vacation time. Wow. Uh, they have to give you the vacation time, uh, but you they don't do? have to be such an, you know. I mean, look, this person, whoever they are, kept you employed for 13 years, paid your family's bills for 13 years. I understand people move on, and I get all that, but do the right thing. Give them the notice that they're required. Oh. Chances are they're going to let you walk out the door anyways. Most but, people, when you give two weeks' notice, say, hey, I appreciate that. Stand up, guy. See you later. Here's your check. Just give them the two weeks is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Let's see. This is Eric. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Hey, Larry. So um, I've never been to Virginia and someone has taken out a warrant in debt in my name, claiming that I owe them $5,000. Um, I don't feel like I should have to go to Virginia. I could hire a lawyer, and that would cost me $1,500 to represent me. But I've never met this person. I don't have any business agreement with this person, and I only know who they are from social media. You're kidding me. Weird. So, no. they're, so, so they're just basically somebody in Virginia who chose you and said you owe five grand, and now they're coming after you? Yes, and I have not been served any papers. I was notified from a person that is aware of the situation that, um, you know, they found the information online, and there is a warrant in debt in my name. Um, from what I understand, I guess a sheriff has to serve that to me 10 days before the court date, and the court date's June 26th. Mm -hmm. um, so I have spoken with a lawyer, and, you know, I, I could pay out of pocket, and the person that is trying to sue me that's claiming they're a creditor of $5,000 I can go back after them for the legal fees, but they're broke. They don't have any money. Um, so <laughs> Which is why they're suing made-up people for yeah. made-up issues. Yeah. Right. Um, so what do I do? Anything? Yeah, what does I he mean, do? I mean, do you plan on going back to Virginia or ever? You've never been there. Do you plan I, yeah. on going to Virginia? Yeah. Uh, what can the guy do? I, I, I mean, mean stay away from Virginia is number just, one. Just don't go. Just don't number go two is pay $1,500 and get the warrant cleared up. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. This happens more than you think. Really? I mean, especially in this day and age with identity theft. I mean, this is why you have companies like LifeLock and, you know, Shuri and some of these other, other companies that come out there and monitor your credit. Very easy for people to get information today. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't get that. Huh. Wow. Well, the sheriff from Virginia can't come up here and serve him, can No. He? It would okay. have to be served by the sheriff up here, but that still oh, okay. doesn't mean that he's going to end up getting arrested up here. I mean, there's no state in the world that's going to send up the uh, the federal marshals to bring you down on uh, a $5,000 debt charge. Yeah, it's just not no going to happen. They can barely get criminals to be transported to yeah, other states. Right, They're not yeah. going to do it for something like this. And look, what I'm telling you is real-world advice, not legal advice. You know, legally, you're supposed to go down there and face your warrants and clear it up. So that's what yeah. uh, that's what a good lawyer tells you. Yeah. Uh, but what we're talking about now is practical, All right. practical uh, advice. This is Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Larry, I got a um, uh, lawsuit theory question for you. So yeah. I watched a review of this um, 1930s movie, and because this movie was so disturbing, there was a lawsuit against this movie because the woman who watched this movie said that she had a miscarriage because she watched this movie. Oh. So my question is, 
So my question is, um, if this happens today, can they sue and can they win? What 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 movie was it? Shallow Hell. Freaks. <laughs> What? What was it? Oh, freaks! Freaks! Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay. That is um, a disturbing. Well, the movie. answer we all know is you can sue for anything. The the question, that, Greg. You know what? You it, took the you took the words right out of my mouth. The question <laughs> should be: Can you collect? And I, could you sue for? Could you collect if you sued because a movie was disturbing and it caused some kind of a physical reaction? I I, I mean, uh, listen. Uh, <laughs> I love your listeners. Yeah. Let's, let's just start with that because um, the questions that your listeners come up with are just the best, absolutely yeah. top shelf questions. Mm -hmm. Having said that, you're right, Greg. You can sue for anything. You have to have approximate cause between the injury and what you watched on that movie, and there has to be some negligent standard that's been breached there. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, I find it very difficult to believe that somebody could win that lawsuit. Yeah. First bad scene that comes on, you turn the movie off. What if the final season <laughs> of your favorite? television show was an absolute dumpster fire uh, could you file could you file a lawsuit over that yes what uh, obscure people getting sick over a movie reference from yes. the office when gabe showed cinema of the unsettling uh, during the <laughs> halloween party because he wanted to make it sexy uh five uh three three nine text i am a construction worker working in a uh, office building in boston they make, they make us use the back door to enter or exit the building. They refuse to allow us to use the front door. Is this legal to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, there's always a construction entrance. I mean, they're trying to not have the business be interrupted. So not only is it legal, it's smart. Mm -hmm. um, I had an international 617 text. Recently had an international flight be diverted due to weather. After waiting for hours... Uh, other flights to my destination started to go out. However, my flight ended up being canceled due to the crew working too long. Airline ended up uh, flying us out the following day. Um, oh, God, these text messages, are they move so quick here. I'm sorry. Uh, flying out the following day. Where is that? I guess the question is... I, you want I've me to tried, read the rest of it? I've tried to contact them to be re reimbursed for hotel costs, but I can't get them to respond to me. Do I have legal recourse? No. 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 I mean, you know, but here's the alternative. They could have flown right through that lightning storm or, you know, whatever it was, and yeah. you could end ended up on the ground and, and dead. I mean, you have to think if an airline's not going to have a flight go, that they have a really good reason to not do that. And in terms of your flight crew, federal law says they can't work more than a certain number of hours in a row. Again, that's for your safety. Yeah. So you should be grateful. Uh, when you buy your tickets, there's a huge, huge legal disclaimer that comes with any of these airline tickets on their websites. You should read it if this is something that you're worried about. But acts of God are what they're going to come under, the act yeah. of God being the weather. So yeah. no liability for the airport. Having uh, said that, Greg, most airlines usually do take care of a hotel for something like that. Yeah, they normally do, don't they? Yeah. Don't they normally yeah. put yeah. you up? Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. You a, a they're not required culture. to, but yeah. you know, yeah. if it's a discount airline, sometimes they say sleep in the airport. Can you dispute the existence of God? <laughs> so act of God. <laughs> you can, but you're going to have to pay the price if he's there when you die. Uh, hello, Josh. Uh, hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes. Um, my ex-wife has been keeping my daughter from me. She won't let me see her. I have two two scheduled days a week that I'm supposed to pick her up. Uh, I, I just found out that she is moving out of the town that we both live in and pulling my daughter out of the school system. She's in seventh grade, going into eighth. And uh, is there anything that I can do to keep her in the school system? It's a fantastic school. She's out of Shrewsbury. And I, I want to keep her there, and she's Great school system. Here. 
Fantastic school system over in Shrewsbury, my hometown, by the way. So, a little plug for Shrewsbury today. <laughs> so, Shrewsbury. listen, do you have? Were you divorced? <laughs> were you married to this young lady? Yes, ten years ago. All right, and do you have legal custody? I have split legal. Yeah, so she can't make any major decisions as it relates to education, uh, religion, and schooling without your consent and agreement. And one of those is taking her out of the school. So, you have an option to file a contempt in the probate court down in Worcester. Got some great judges down there that I'm sure will help you out. Uh, she's going to have a real hard time leaving the Shrewsbury school system. Um, the, you know, the high school is a silver award medal nationally. The All of the elementary schools are probably in the top 5% of the state. So wherever she goes, she's going to have to prove that it's in the best interest of that child to leave this school and go to that school. So she has an uphill battle as long as you fight. As far as the visits, you're entitled to your visits. Um, I assume you're paying child support and you're current? I am. Yeah, I mean, she can't hold your child from you. You need to get into court, and you need to let her know that she's not in charge. This is a this is a child of both of you. Larry might help you. You want to you want to this guy? Yeah, hang, happy hang to help. Hang on, hang on yeah, for a minute. My, I mean, this is my job. this is one of my things right here. I do not like people that do not allow their children to see their parents when they're yeah. doing everything they need to do. That's I mean, it's about the you got to get along for the kid's sake. Is that even what, if you don't get along, you, you just say. need to be civil for the kid's sake. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's people see. can be douches. We built really? the house. <laughs> We built the house that was completed in September, built by a fairly large builder. There have been a slew of warranty issues, some that they have dealt with, a lot they have not. Uh, even when they fix our issues, it's usually done sloppily, and it's a Band-Aid fix. Uh, our biggest issue is the drainage on the lot. Um, the uh, is there Should we hire our own engineer contractor to fix it and then take them to court? We are concerned with the lack of care workmanship because they already have their money since we built the house. So I would hire an engineer and figure out where the problem comes from and what the actual solution is and then hold them to that standard. Um, if they're not willing to do that, you can file in district court. You can file in superior court depending on the amount of controversy. You know, And this is one of those things that may fall under the Massachusetts Consumer Protection Statute 93A, Section 8, which relates to an unfair and deceptive acts and practices from a business to a consumer. You have a warranty. It's typically a one-year warranty on a new home that builders give. They're not required to give warranties, Greg, mm -hmm. but oftentimes you do see for something that's expensive and new a one-year warranty that covers limited parts and, and those kinds of things. Uh, but you certainly, when you pay money for a home, you're entitled to have that home in a condition that you were represented to have it in. So it sounds like, you know, again, Greg, this is one of those situations where a well-placed letter by a lawyer, especially for a major construction company. It make a big difference. It makes a big difference because once they know you're serious, you know, it's kind of like insurance companies. Mm -hmm. They'll take advantage as long as they can take advantage. But once they know that you're not a, d a dope, I almost said a bad word there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah right. Once, mill. once mill. they know you're not a dope, things start to turn around a little bit. You know? not, 978 text for ask an attorney. My boss at Sunglass Hut threatens to fire me if I take a sick day. I only work 15 hours a week or so part-time, and I don't accumulate any time off due to that. Can he actually fire me for taking a sick day if it's genuine? If, it's genuine, if you genuinely have a sick day and you have a doctor's note to verify that you have a sick day, you got to look to your company manual. Um, a lot of companies give you a set amount of sick days that you get paid, and then there's days that you don't get paid. So you got to look at your company manual. But, you know, I mean, if somebody's going to fire you from being sick, that's really not cool. Mm, now, yeah. if, you're a, if you're sick every week and it becomes a mm. pattern, you're not going to get the nod on this one. You're, you're probably going to get fired. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I'm a 22-year-old man. My girlfriend and I broke up when we went on vacation, which was our Christmas gift to each other. 
<laughs> the oh, trip Merry Christmas. Cost, mm-hmm. trip co- the trip cost four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. She was still in school, and she said she would pay me the two grand back on a payment plan. Since we broke up, she hasn't made yeah, any kind of guess. a payment. Wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So, so you I have buy a, a trip I, for I, Christmas. Yeah. Is, yeah so trip. that's where we're at. You got a yeah. trip for Christmas. Four grand. You're on the trip. They break up. They break up at the trip. She says, "Yeah, I'll pay you back half of it." And, to get, and, that was to get herself home safe. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> and she says uh, he has a text message. And uh, a voicemail. Um, oh, he is sorry. He has text messaged her, and he left her a voicemail, and he hasn't received a response. Yeah, or you're, a payment. You're, buddy, you're not getting a call back. <laughs> I mean, not, so uh, let's <laughs> let's just talk basics right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, what woman wouldn't say that if she's on vacation, breaking up with you <laughs> yeah, to make yeah. sure that things went smoothly until yeah. she got home? So it wasn't wrong. a full argument for the last two days. I wonder which day do you think she broke up? Was it? It was the last the, day. It was, was it the last day? LB? it's not the first you day know? that you break up on the trip, right? Yeah, uh, it depends where you yeah. go, Greg. I mean, sometimes it might be better to break up on the first day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're out of luck. I mean, look, a gift is a gift. You need consideration. Any contract, and you know what he's trying to say, I think, is that they have a contract that she's going to reimburse him half. You need an offer and acceptance and consideration. There's really no consideration for her paying him back. Mm-hmm. I, hey, you broke my heart, so pay me back. I mean, that yeah. just doesn't work. So that's it, huh? Oh. Wow, she's got a great tan, though. I mean, so <laughs> the by the way, and you learned a lesson. At least you didn't yeah. marry her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. she'd be great. Could have been worse. Yeah. Now so you can the, go out and find love. The poor guy's out on the $4,000 trip to Florida. But that's he has it. the memories, Greg. Yeah. I bet there's somebody that he wishes wishes he invited instead of her. You know what I mean? I, I wish that I would I, wish the person would break up on day one because then I would get to enjoy oh, the rest of the 100%. vacation. I mean, that was kind of my point. If I'm in Florida, yeah, no and it's kind of, you know, say we're right? in Miami, day one, please. Yeah, no, I don't want five days with you reluctantly. You think, Let me do my own thing, guy. I mean, I wonder if they were. Uh, you know, what happened those first four days? Right. Yeah. That's the story. That is yeah. the story right there. Yeah. Here's. Here's a text that says she probably broke up on day one so she, she so she could get smashed by strangers for the right. whole rest of the vacation. Uh, yes. I hope not. I mean, jeez. How about a little... Car- a little Carlito, the little, concierge, uh, <laughs> right? Like, oh, of- welcome to Miami. Uh, uh, let's see. Here's a, uh, here's a text that says, my wife told me that she wanted a divorce during our vacation in Canada. Well, this 16, is a common theme 16-hour <laughs> drive back. Oh. That was, that was, uh, she couldn't wait till you got home for that one. All right. on a plane next to someone after a breakup. The worst. Have you been there? Yes. Oh, oh no. no. Wait a second. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we're up against the clock, but so you went on a trip somewhere yeah. or and then broke up during the trip? Yeah. Why don't you wait till you get home? It was it, just, it was it, an, could, uh, it was an unavoidable it, unavoidable if break. Had just up. been a little bit more careful about who was contacting him <laughs> <laughs> while we were on the trip. Then okay. perhaps it, it wouldn't have turned into a blowout. So then, in the so gate area, blowout, breakup, yeah. and then you have to get on the flight and fly the. Ho- yeah. How long was the flight home? It was only from Florida. It's so only three uh, hours. Okay. It, it wasn't Still. like um, <laughs> you know Elaine and uh, Putty having to fly back next to a vegetable lasagna. <laughs> Hey, is it just me, Greg, or would you, are you under the theory that I'm not taking a 15-hour drive with my ex? I am giving you the car. Oh, you, say, oh, you mean if the guy is home, Or I'm Canada? buying you an airplane Seriously. ticket and yeah. driving yeah. Canada. Yeah. Right. You know? yeah. Oh it's like God. flying, you know, break up and having to sit together. I'd be, find some hot youngster to, hey, you, you might hey, By the way, Danielle, how easy guy? is it to move your seat? Uh, the flight was full, guy. Don't think I didn't try. We're talking about a 737 coming back from Fort Lauderdale. They're usually full. I'd be begging people, listen. And here's the deal. Change seats. My wife and right. yeah. my wife and my girlfriend. We we've been brawling for four days. Would you mind? All right, uh, Larry, the lawyer is here, and you're listening to Ask an Attorney. 
as is clear, there are no legal questions <laughs> out of bounds during this segment. So if you would like your legal question answered for free, you can call or you can text on the text line, which is 97107. And we'll continue with Ask an Attorney next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today's weather brought to you by Lou's Custom Exhaust in Fitchburg. It is going to be partly sunny today and the temperature is going to be 80 for a high. Right now we're in the 60s already and it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Friday, beautiful. Saturday, beautiful. Sunday, beautiful. Nice. So you can't can, wait for the uh, tan. You can throw on the guys. You can throw on the tube top if you're heading to <laughs> see Zach Brown with me in New Hampshire. The exhaust specialists for all domestic and foreign makes and models are Lou's Custom Exhaust Repair. They're now open at 280 River Street in Fitchburg. Lou's Fitchburg ex- exclusively works on exhaust systems. Lou's Custom ex- Exhaust Repair in Fitchburg. Drop in or call nine seven eight. Five one six two zero six one. Coming up on tomorrow's show during the seven o'clock hour, I am going to give away tickets for Game Five of the Stanley Cup Final, and I hope you'll tune in for that. A must-win for both teams. LB was saying earlier during the sports that eighty percent of the teams that win Game Five go on to win. The Stanley Cup final. So more on the Bruins coming up during the sports with Lucid Lindy. But tomorrow morning, (laughs) you can win tickets. Also tomorrow on the show, Stowe 5 at 7.30. We'll go over the some of the terrifying crimes that were either called in or walked into my hometown police department, the Stowe PD. And we'll go inside the warped female brain on tomorrow's show. But right now, it's Ask an Attorney with Larry, the lawyer, Larry Army Jr., our in-house counsel, is here today. Uh, obviously not in court today because you're wearing uh, some kind of a sweat jacket or something like that. So I, I uh, am. We have, we have an office day today, a client a client day today or something uh, like that. You know, I'm, I'm uh, on site at uh, Kennedy Excavating after this oh, in Austin Construction. You know, I'm right. going to do some... Construction stuff today oh, for my law firm. Casual, so. casual uh, Wednesday for yes. uh, for you. you no, know, I don't want to uh, get the suits dirty with all that dust. Greg yes. has a hard hat if you need it. I, I do. <laughs> I bet yes, he does. Yes, I, yes, I do. Um, can I right. use your fire hat? Yes, of course you can. You, well, actually, you cannot use my uh, official white fire helmet. Well, that's what given, I was talking about. Given so to me by the Professional just, Firefighters Union of Massachusetts. Can take away. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, okay, listen to this one. My ex popped. My breast implant five years ago during sex. Oh, that sucks. We divorced soon after the incident happened. Can I get him to pay part of the surgery? He said he's not fixing my bube for the next guy. (laughs) That's probably what I would have said, too, to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, Any kind of a, any kind of, 
negligence there? Or uh, I, I mean, mean I really, mean, this is one of those callers that shouldn't be texting and should be calling because wouldn't you like to know how that happened? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that when it comes to negligence, it was an aggressive. A bube grab. Uh, is there any? Did liability? she say it was a grab? Uh, she didn't say it was a grab. I mean, I guess it could have been anything. I mean, it could have been. Quite frankly, it could have been like the Trump uh, baby blimp, right? Uh, where yeah. uh, where something where something punctured uh, something apparently punctured the boob implant. But I, I mean, or that I don't know. lady that smashes is, watermelons with is, her boobs. Is there is there any is there I, any? There's a whole host of problems here, Greg. Yeah. Uh, first is uh, it sounds like she was consensual in this situation, right? When he yeah. was doing whatever it was he was doing to the boobs. Yeah. I didn't hear her say stop in that text, so okay. that that could be one issue. Another issue could be that uh, it's five years ago, and if it was negligence, the statute of limitations on negligence is three years. Oh, no. Oh, yes. All right. Oh, yes. And she obviously knew because uh, she knew. So uh, we're talking about really no recourse. Doesn't sound it, Greg. Uh, It doesn't sound it. And she's got the memories, though. That's what we say. You have the memories. Uh, Okay. Of that great night. Um, Epic night, right, LB? Yeah, yeah, nothing worse than uh, buying your wife uh, fake boobs and then uh, during uh, the recovery... You, uh, she divorces you, and you never get to touch them. Been there? Speaking for a friend. Uh, speaking for a friend. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't touching all those other boobs, <laughs> oh, you would have gotten divorced. Sorry oh, about that. See how that happens, LB? Maybe it's time to go back to bed over there. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that, Lindy. How much were they? Uh, six or eight. Oh. <laughs> Back then, that was, that's, that was pricey. Oh, the good yeah, ones. Not, I went right. for the good ones. You did. As well you should. My dog recently attacked my neighbor's dog on their property. I'm currently paying the dog's medical bills as I should, uh, but I heard the neighborhood started a petition to have my dog put down. Is there anything I can do about this? Just keep your dog on your property. I mean, <laughs> fence the yard, keep him uh, on a leash, you know. Look, dogs, if, if this is your dog's first bite and only bite, they're not going to put your dog down for that. If your dog is a chronic dog biter that, you know, you don't have control over, and it sounds like you're a pretty decent dude by taking care of the medical bills, because that's more than most people would do, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you. I don't think you have an issue. All right. This is Justin. Hello, Justin. You're on Ask an Attorney. Yeah, hi. I'll, uh, I'll try and explain this as quickly and easy as possible. Okay. I'm a uh, quadriplegic in a wheelchair, and few years ago i bought a wheelchair van from a place you know it was used because you know those vans cost thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. um and i've had tons of problems with the van you know issues with rust issues with you know uh the electrical system you know i've invested over thousands of dollars in that and then recently i got a new wheelchair uh and they installed a giant bolt in the bottom of it to lock into my van you know, which is something they do, and I was having issues driving in the street, getting that bolt, you know, caught on everything, sidewalks, train tracks one day, and I brought it, and their, their solution was to shave down the head of the screw so I wouldn't, you know, get caught on things, but I was still getting caught on stuff, so I brought it to a different place, and they said, oh, no, they never should have done that, you know, that's illegal, you know, it could, if you got into an accident, you know, it, it wouldn't be safe for you. And all it was was a simple, you know, changing the screw and they made it, or the bolt, and made it a, you know, a smaller bolt. So I'm just wondering what kind of, if I have any type of, you know, recourse against this, the place that sold me the van and, you know, what I should do. Okay. It's, it sounds like your your reco- you do have some recourse. It sounds like, and it sounds like it's from the people that uh, put the bolt in your chair versus the people that sold you the um, the van. 
you do have issues with the van, but if they're taking care of those issues, and if you're under any kind of a warranty, that that should take care of that. But as far as your chair, yeah, it sounds like somebody did something they shouldn't have done, and, and it's putting you in a safety issue. So yeah, you know, Greg, this this is the kind of thing that you know. Give me a call at my law firm, Army and Roach. Happy to help you with that. Um, figure out how to get you whole. Okay, good. Um, Nine seven eight text. I came home one day, and my neighbor had a fence company there. Uh, taking down and putting up a new fence between our yards. <laughs> taking down um, your fence and putting up the, a new fence on a, their yard? There was a fence between the yards. They were taking down the old one and putting up a new one. Okay. Uh, he, this individual believes they owned the old fence. And they never talked to me about it. And now she wants me to pay half. Do I have to pay half for the fence? No, just send her a thank you card. Yeah. Thanks for the new fence. Exactly. Right, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. Too bad, so sad. <laughs> Say, no, not only am I not going to pay you half, but I'll tell you what I will do. I won't sue you for conversion of my old fence. Right. It's all time. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks for the new fence. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is Suzette. Hello, Suzette. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. What's going on? You have a question for Larry the lawyer? I do. There is a situation, a probation situation for and it was for five years in restitution. You're you're on probation? A friend is on probation. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Another one of those. You sound like a bad girl. LB is intrigued. But go ahead. Yes, okay. You're, oh, you're, he just woke so, up quick when you this, said that. Yeah, Greg. yeah. This person's on probation. Okay. <laughs> So it's been five years, and probation was supposed to be done. Um, however, the restitution part, even though I've made the payments every month, um, it's going to be another 10 years at that particular payment to be mm -hmm. done. And they're telling me, at first, they're like, oh, you got to just stay on forever until it's done. But then uh, the probation officer mentioned, well, things have changed recently, and if you've done and completed and done everything you're supposed to, that they can't keep you on probation anymore. And I'm wondering if there's any truth to that. Yeah, the only one that can extend your probation is the judge. The probation department can't unilaterally do that without a hearing. And if you've complied with all the terms of your probation, chances are you're going to get off the probation. Having said that, it seems like one of those terms was repayment of the restitution. So, you know, you may have an issue there. But I think that the restitution would continue and I think that the probation would probably end up going away if you got before a judge. Larry, a texter wants you to share your thoughts on something that we discussed early this morning on the show, and that is the charges that were filed against Florida Deputy Sheriff Scott Peterson with regard to the Parkland uh, school shooting and the fact that that uh, he, you know, he's being charged essentially with not doing enough to stop that, that shooter, that school shooter. What are the exact charges, Danielle? He's being charged with child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury. And what do you think? I mean, let's leave the perjury part out. But uh, I, I can't remember a time where a law enforcement officer was charged with a crime for not uh, essentially facing off against right. a shooter uh, in a in a in a in a quick enough manner or something like that. I mean, so let me let me start with saying we're in a different world. You know, it's a much different world than any of us in this studio grew up in. You know, we're in a world where this stuff is now it's almost common, and because of that, Greg, I think the standard for law enforcement and state officials in terms of dealing with these things is a much higher standard than it would have been when some of us were coming up. 
So from that standpoint, you know, the time that had lapsed from the time that they had that shooter down there to the time that people got there, <laughs> it was it was not, you know, a minute or two minutes. It was a pretty substantial uh, period of time, and, and children got hurt because of that. You know, when you take an oath to, to go into those offices and to protect and to serve people, you have to be ready to do just that. So from a personal standpoint... But are I, you taking a, a, an oath to... I guess you are taking an oath to theoretically give your life... Isn't that why you yeah, take care of the boys in blue and, yes, and the fire yes, and, and the first responders? Yeah. Because They're willing every to time somebody every gets hurt, I know the Greg Hill Foundation comes right out and does it. Yeah. Because they do take that oath and they do go out there and they do and they do put their lives on the line every day. It seems a little bit unfair that somebody that does that could get charged with a criminal violation, but this was the person in charge of making sure these kids were safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how can they prove that he could he have caused that by doing that he caused more deaths or could have saved more lives well that's a different question yeah. uh, you know being well, charged with the crime and being convicted of the crime are two different issues you know and with negligence they have to prove certain things with the child endangerment they have to prove certain elements each crime has a particular element for example if you trespass it will give you an easy one you're going on the property of another that's the first element without their permission that's the second element so for you to get convicted of trespass you have to be found to have done every element of that crime and it's the same is going to hold true for the, de- the deputy sheriff down there. They're going to have to prove that he committed all the elements of each of these crimes. That's going to be a hard thing to do. But I think what's really going on here is they're putting the country on notice that, hey, listen, this stuff is stuff that we have to be prepared for. We don't want our kids getting killed in schools by lunatics. So get your, get your, get to, get your stuff together. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is Nick. Hey, Nick, you're on Ask an Attorney with Larry the Lawyer. Good morning, folks. Thanks for taking my call. What's up? Um, so... My wife has been with her company for a little over six years now. Um, we were in California uh, for five years. We just moved back to Mass last year, so she's working remotely. Uh, it's a sales position. She gets salary and commission. Um, she's been asking for her, basically what she's getting paid commission for for six years, and they're not, they've never sent it to her. Um, so the beginning of this year, she was getting you know, her normal paychecks, and then there were a couple ones that were a little bit higher. And now the company's doing terribly, so they're saying they're going to stop paying commissions altogether. And they're saying that they overpaid her the beginning of this year, and now they're going to start taking money out of her salary paychecks. Hmm. And I, I feel like they can't do that. I mean, look, if they were truly overpaying her and it was a mistake, she should have known that. She should have reported it to them. So that's, that's where they're coming after her on that regard. Uh, but as far as the commissions, commissions are earned when they're earned. So you got to, again, look at the company manual, look at her contract if she has one to figure out when those commissions are due. They can't withhold wages, I mean, especially in Massachusetts, you know, with, and federal government even. There's so many statutes out there that protect the, the person that's making the wage, the employee, Greg. Um, and it even puts personal liability on the ownership of the company. So even if you're a corporation... These kind of laws pierce that corporate veil is the legal term, and you can get right to the heart of it, and you can go to the owners, and you can attack them personally on this stuff. And it's a very, very pro-employee line of statute. So on the commission, you probably have something. You know, if you, It's a California case, so the question is going to be, is there enough minimum contacts in Massachusetts to sue here, or do you have to sue in California? And then the next question is you know, getting somebody that's well-versed in employment law. You know, we don't do this, as I've mentioned in the past, Greg, but as a service to all of your listeners, if they have questions that we don't do, we try to always pair them up with what we think are the leaders in the community to do that for them. And a reminder for your wife that coffee is for closers. Yes, right. Um, Correct. 
Yes. ABC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Always be closing, Shu. Don't Always. you wonder, I mean, when you hear questions <laughs> like this, don't you wonder why somebody continues to work for somebody that they're not paying them for six years? Well, sometimes I do, yes. I mean, maybe she really likes the people that she works with, though. Or I, I mean, mean, it could I mean, be, she's, but... Yeah. You know why she likes them? Because she doesn't yeah. have to be in the same room as them. Yeah. She's working remotely. <laughs> <laughs> I love this place. Uh, here's a 617 text. Larry, I am thinking of buying some Bruins tickets for tomorrow night from a scalper. Am I putting myself at any kind of a risk when I buy these tickets. First of all, I'd love to know how much you're paying. So oh, text they're back, not cheap. I've been looking, Greg. Uh, text back. Uh, but what? What's the? Is the individual putting themselves at risk by buying? Look, you, you know, as far as I know, you can't buy scalp tickets on the street. But uh-huh. having said that, you can buy scalp tickets now online everywhere. So um, that that's kind of a fuzzy area, Greg. You know, the biggest issue is when you're buying from a scalper versus you know like a StubHub or a Ticketmaster resold tickets. You don't know if you're getting an actual ticket. Mm. Counterfeiter is a big problem today. Um, there's a lot of tickets that look perfect that are that are paper. So you don't know what you're paying for, number one. Number two, if, for example, you bought Game 7 tickets and we didn't have a Game 7 because the Bees took the next two, you're not getting that price that you paid back on those tickets. You're only getting the face value back on those tickets, so that's another risk. Yeah. So, yeah, there's risks. Hillman, the, the, Hillman and I witnessed it in Phoenix at the Super Bowl with the Patriots. Yeah. Remember that family with their yeah. kids? The good news is... That the ticket price dropped significantly after the Blues won Game Four. So prior to Game Four on StubHub, you could get a ticket for nine hundred and eighty dollars up in the three hundreds where I sit. Uh, three hundred <laughs> row fifteen, row fifteen balcony three twenty eight was nine hundred and eighty dollars. And after it was determined that there would be no Stanley Cup clinching, that ticket had dropped to $484. So <laughs> you can... Pays to wait. It, yeah. it, uh, sometimes mm. it does pay mm. to wait. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's a text. Larry, I got married in Westboro, but I live in Marlboro. Where would I file for divorce? Middlesex County. Okay, so it's in the county. It's yeah, good news. Marlboro actually... Uh, so Middlesex is Cambridge is the main courthouse, Greg. But Marlboro has a sub-courthouse where they do probate court cases, so you don't have to travel that far. Oh. Uh, can an employer, this is a 774 text for ask an attorney, can an employer fire somebody via text message without termination papers and not handing over her final paycheck on her day off? So fired by text, there's somebody who doesn't uh, have the courage to sit down yeah, and fire somebody in person. Tool right there. Um, fired by text uh, without any kind of documentation or anything. You got to send the. You got to mail the final check out, right? Is that? Uh, yeah, but you actually can... have to hand it to them. Yeah, oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, can I they... actually had the situation. I I terminated for a client the other day, and uh, the woman came in, and I said, "Hi, how you doing? I'm Larry, the corporate attorney." Hi, Larry. Here's your check. You're fired. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. There's the door. <laughs> but I want to know why I'm fired. No, I'm sorry. There's the door. You, yeah. you have to leave now. I mean, yeah. that was basically it. You well, know. in Massachusetts, but we did give her the check. You don't. You don't have to have a reason for termination in Massachusetts. Do not have to have correct? a reason. Okay. If I tell my clients, don't give a reason. You give a reason, you open up the door to liability. Oh, so don't. If you're going to fire somebody, don't tell them why. Just like Trump. Just, just, you're, you're fired. fired. You're fired. That's <laughs> it. Two words. You're fired. See you later. You're fired. Uh, let's see. My mom has been getting the same amount of alimony for 10 years from my dad. Is it really likely that he didn't get a raise in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's what's would... really likely you were raised wrong. Uh, <laughs> 
It's really that simple. Any kid that's getting in the middle of their parents' divorce oh. and their parents' <laughs> alimony had terrible upbringing. Your parents suck. Uh, uh, so she shouldn't be taking either side. And well, well, who does that? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, one, <laughs> one parent's being treated unfairly. Oh, here what she comes. What kid oh, gets oh, in the oh, middle uh, of their parents' divorce? First of all, that's adult business. And this kid is obviously a kid still. Well, no, I think Stop it's probably it, an adult Lawrence. if they're texting in, yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Well, they they are, honestly, yeah. they might well, want to get seriously? a second job. <laughs> Let your mother fight her own battles. Yeah, yeah right. You know, but ha- having said that, it's very parents. unlikely that he hasn't got a race in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. so, Call us up. Um, we'll help you. Uh, <laughs> I had dental work done. Filling fell out, fell, the filling fell out after about two months. I stopped paying and said I'd pay half of what I owe if they fix it. They sent it to collections and refused anything. What can I do about this? You, I mean, if they sent it to collections and they're suing you, I would countersue them. Okay, countersue. Or even more. Yeah. And, you know, again, Greg, this sounds like a consumer protection statute. They got something that they paid for something that they didn't get, and now the people aren't, aren't honoring it. And when you do that, you have to declare dramatically, therefore, I countersue. Yeah. Then I'm suing you. This is Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, how you doing? All right. What's up, Chris? Hey, question for you. About a month ago, we went on a cruise uh, that my wife got very ill on the cruise the first day of it. Mm-hmm. Three days into the cruise, she was in and out of sick bay. When we hit the Grand Caymans, they actually sent her to the hospital there. Oh. She spent eight days in ICU, another five days in the hospital. She was oh. diagnosed with primary parentitis. I had to rent a house for another five days for her to recover. And now she's back in Mass General with some complications from what happened. So, excuse my ignorance, but what what is that disease, and is it something you get only on the cruise ship, like or from food, like Legionnaires disease or something like that? You know what? I, so they so it's for lack of better term, it's like a massive infection of her GI system. Okay. And the doctors in the Grand Caymans, I couldn't figure out how it happened, but she actually had uh, a scan and then. Uh, I think it's called endoscopy surgery, and uh, it's just been a nightmare since we got back. That is so sad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that really sucks. Nightmare. I'll tell you this: cruise line is probably not going to be responsible for this unless the doctors can show that the causation came from being on that boat. (laughs) Having said that, I will tell you that if you were smart enough, and I'm not saying you're dumb if you didn't, so please don't take it that way. But if you were smart enough to purchase travel insurance. Most travel insurance, believe it or not, Greg, covers this type of situation. They do. They cover illness. Yeah. They cover illness with your health insurance, you know, but they certainly cover interruption of your trip. And you know, for this situation, they probably would have covered the house that he had to rent. Yeah. So um, you know, you, travel insurance, if you had it, you should look at that so contract. You should, buy, you should buy travel insurance. A lot of people listening travel. They love to travel. You, you say buy travel insurance. I mean, look, it's so cheap. Yeah. And, and the chance, and look, everybody thinks it's a moneymaker because, I, hey, I have health insurance. I don't need this yeah. until you need it, you know? Yeah. it's. I mean, what is it? A couple hundred dollars to have a peace of mind that if something does happen, especially coming from New England. I mean, you just don't know what the weather is going to be. You don't know if the flights are going to change in the winter. Anything can happen. And this is another example of why you should potentially have travel insurance. Chris, before you go, can I ask how similar you and I are? (laughs) Um, Well, the good news is we had health insurance. Well, well, what I was going to ask was, while she was in sickbay on the cruise ship, did you still go to the midnight buffet and uh, and eat as much as possible? You know what? It was such a uh, it was such a scary situation. We didn't actually do too much. So. Oh darn it, Chris! Come on, you got to eat. A, a man has to eat. 
Do you should be okay. She's asleep anyway down there. The guy's a good dude. This is a good dude standing by his wife's side. Buddy, good for you. You did the right thing. You did the right thing. All right. Well, that's it on Ask an Attorney this week. Nice nice work, Larry. I appreciate that. You know, it's your listeners, Greg. They make make it interesting. Yeah, great questions. So uh, Larry will be back with us in uh, another couple weeks. Yes, sir. Wednesday, ask an attorney if you'd like to reach out to Larry. He's got offices here in the city of Boston and another office out in Worcester. And it's armyandroach.com, correct? That's correct. Larry Army Jr. on the Twitter feed. Oh, yeah. ESQ at the end of that because I earned it. Yeah, follow him, Larry Army Jr. ESQ. Uh, or you can follow Lyndon Byers ESQ on Twitter as well. For I've lived uh, most most uh, of the situations. Uh, so that's my um, Canadian concept. Right, so yeah, so yes, just yes. Canada questions go to that. Right. I'm on a first name uh, basis with every everybody at Middlesex uh, Courthouse. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.